Thank you for calling the Roach Group. This is Chuck. How may I help you? I speak to Woody, please. Uh, may I let him know who's calling? Yeah, it's Joey Jingola. All right, Joey, I'll be just one moment. Thank you. You're welcome. Good afternoon, this is Woody. Woody, it's Joey Jingola. Joey, how's it going? Good, how you doing, sir? Pretty good, pretty good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. It really is just a, a lack of just execution, man. I can't really blame anybody or anything other than just me just ultimately being not just taking the action. So, you know, I don't have anything but my iPhone to use as a way to either record a video or any of that, you know. Just haven't taken the time to research a little bit more in the lighting and the, the best cameras, even though like YouTube channel, so you have a video about that, the gear, it's really not a huge expense. It's all just about like, if I boil it down, man, it's just me like actually taking the action. It's always about taking action. That was my good buddy, Woody Brown, over at the Rhodes Group in Cumming, Georgia. And this was recorded on July the 12th, 2017. And Woody kind of giving his account, I had to ask like, you know, so like really, you know, based on everything that you've heard in all the episodes, basically I think Woody is uh, the longest tenured guest here on, uh, on the show in Agency Nation form. Um, I think it was the very first episode that I did when I came over. Uh, so if you've been paying attention through, you know, kind of the string of episodes that Woody has been on, this has been, you know, again, I had asked the question, you know, what, you know, is there anything else, you know, besides the stuff that we've kind of discovered or, you know, discussed? And if you remember back to the two-part series that happened right before this, uh, are you afraid of your creative potential part one and part two? Again, talking about just, you know, uh, I believe in the first one we discussed, you know, Woody's kind of desire, need to want the thing to be perfect. And, you know, based on that, moving into it's like listen no it's it's you know it's just it's i haven't executed i haven't taken the action i haven't i've let things get in the way and it definitely happens to everybody no matter how accustomed you might be to taking action no matter where you're at in the process i think that's maybe the thing to take away is that it is okay even if you have executed and taken action repeatedly, 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 then you will find that you will eventually run into moments, spurts, <laughs> where action is not happening. Uh, you know, me personally, I'm actually sick of saying it, and I hate this. I just, I cannot, like, I hate myself for this. I've been talking about a Westfield video for, uh, you know, it's been discussed in a couple weeks, and I'm almost at the finish line. Hopefully tonight, uh, by the time you hear this, it'll be in the, in the review process and it should maybe be out the door this week. But I've, for whatever reason, I have let inaction kind of get the best of me on that. Uh, videos have been intermittent as of late here at Agency Nation and that's just destroying me on a level that you have no idea on the inside. So it, it happens. There's little things that you talk yourself into that are important that you think need to matter that don't necessarily you know, in this particular case, just, you know, using a quick personal example, uh, you know, one, uh, you know, I was kind of backed up. I had some other videos to get to. I've obviously been 
dealing with a lot of extra stuff at Agency Nation. The video schedule has been kind of off. Let all of that kind of impact the workflow, which I'm you know not very happy with. And uh, you know, really the, one of the last things, and I think Sydney and I talked about this in our um, Why Elevate 2019, It Will Be Amazing podcast, is uh, I wasn't allowed to fly my drone at Westfield. They had a, a drone person that... Uh, they they sent up to to fly the drone and then there was a whole snafu with they sent me an email I was I just kind of looked at it I didn't download the footage and then I went to go back to get it when I actually started editing and that had you know actually been deleted it erased the link that they sent it was gone so I did had a I was like can I get the drone footage again and then it was like a whole weekend and so there was just this back and forth I was like I can't start without getting into it and I just had this thing in my mind there's this just a certain process that I like to do things a certain way much like to Woody's like you know I just haven't I've looked into the gear I haven't looked into the gear you guys have resources but I just haven't taken the action when in reality it really is just about making it as simple as possible to always be able to do it again yeah, I mean, and I'm, I've used uh, different things, whether it was like iMovie or like there's a lot of apps now on the phone that you can do it. So a lot of the stuff that I've been doing on my Facebook uh, stuff and even on, on our agency's Facebook page, I just do with some of the apps on there like Splice and just kind of do it like that. I promise there's not like some sort of creators underground society that's going to magically show up on your door if... Uh, you think you're not using the right things to make something. I promise that's not going to happen. It's not like an eyes wide shut sort of moment where like dudes and robes and masks and questionable behavior start to take place. And you're just like, what? Like That doesn't happen. It's not a thing. It's about doing it however you can do it and use the things that are easiest and most natural to your workflow and produce results that you are okay with and can eventually improve upon and you know what he's like hey listen i've i have in the past again prior to july 12 2017 you know kept it really simple just have my iphone just using some apps and really just down and dirty just gonna do the thing the way that i know how to do it right now and there's nothing wrong with that again that's the the whole thing of you know what is preventing you from executing what is what, what are the things that you are telling yourself that matter that maybe don't necessarily matter? And it's something that happens very frequently. And especially with video, especially with these these creative things. And and I think Sydney just did a, a webinar for a NetView uh, today, I think today, talking about, it was a video proposal uh, webinar, I believe. And... You know, uh, she had hopped on Instagram. If you're not following Agency Nation on Instagram, you might want to do that. Uh, and, and said basically, you know, the thing that you know, you know, the thing that she would said is one of the one of the myths about you know video marketing or whatever today is that you know everyone's trying to be Steven Spielberg, and that's just not the case. It is, you know, it it is simply you need to view it as a tool, and, and again, you know, I uh, it is a tool that you need to be using that you need to just do the things that you normally do, but incorporate it into that. It is not something that you need to uh, go to film school for. It just needs to be something that is, is somehow inserted in the way that you do business and the way that you get your message out there. And so important. Again, you know, it's the easiest way that you can get it done and the least amount of time you need to spend to actually do it over and over again, right? Just make it as efficient as possible. 
Again, it's not about the gear. It's certainly not about the gear. But I will say this. If you do decide to make that leap, it is not something that is wasted. It is not something that is frivolous. It is not just an indulgence. Instead, it is really just an extended investment in yourself. For me too, the computer that I use for work, I, I need my old MacBook is like old. It's got it's just full of old audio files um, from like you know that just recording stuff from on to get like GarageBand that app or whatever on the computer to demo out stuff but so it's just kind of an older crappy mac so that's also something i've been kind of going back and forth with is it like you know should i go ahead and just get the macbook so that i have those editing capabilities at my fingertips or should i just basically just try to go for broke with what i have on my phone and just kind of do it you know to be honest Woody, there is no right or wrong answer and i'm sure you figured this out by now as as we can all no, it's it's a very apparent that that Woody has actually invested in some gear, bought a camera, got some you know editing software. I think he's. I guess I don't know. Last time we had spoke at some point, Woody was still using iMovie and he was shaming himself into wanting to learn something else. I, I don't. I guess I don't know if that's happened. Either way, whatever's happening, that's what Woody's using. So Woody can update me if you want. And let me know what's up. But um, yeah, so the the gear, right? Like, and this is the thing. I think I think when people look at gear and they look at the cost associated with it for whatever reason, they think like there's some sort of like ridiculous expiration date that comes with it. And I was I was on a call with my buddy Clint from State Auto this week, and we were doing like a video call thing. And obviously, I have this mic that I'm talking into you right now that I use these you know to do these podcasts for. And he's like, "Hey, I gotta ask, what mic is that?" I was like, "Oh, it's an Audio Technica." Blah blah blah. I've told this story a lot of times, but. I mean, I've had this mic since 2007, and that's like 11 years. And I mean, yeah, it's like a four or five hundred dollar mic. I didn't actually spend that much. I can tell that story in a second. But um, I mean, 11 years, 11 years. I've recorded just of this show. This will be the 242nd episode of just this show that I've used. I mean, I've used it for podcasts way before this, like podcasts that I was doing in 2007 and 2008. And obviously all the other Agency Nation uh, sound podcasts that you hear. And I've used it for all of the videos that I did for Jingle Insurance. And it's, I mean, the amount of money, and again, just for the record, I actually only paid the the cost of this mic. I got it for cost because in the band, the band that I was in at the time, the lead singer's girlfriend worked at Audio Technica, which is like, you know, 20 minutes, well, it was 20 minutes from, actually it was in the town I was living in at the time. And, um, and so basically I got this mic and like four other mics at like ridiculous prices. And again, I still have all four of those mics and they're spectacular. They're like the mic that I would recommend anybody get. It's like a hundred dollar mic. Sounds great. Uh, we'll definitely do the trick. Anyway, it's not the point, right? The point is, uh, you know, I did a whole video on this, a whole episode of the Jingola effect. I think it was episode nine. Uh, what's your speed of urgency talking about the gear and, and if you think you can get a return on it, because let's be honest, a $400 mic, a thousand dollar camera in the world of insurance commissions, that's like one or two sales. And if you don't think that you can make one sale by creating a piece of content, then, um, well, then I, I don't think you've learned enough to kind of really jump in. You're just not at that point, right? Because 
it, it might take a little time. It might take, you know, again, the, the, the bigger expense will be the time that it will take to actually uh, get good enough to create that thing that's going to, to get the sale than it is the actual piece of equipment that you would need to acquire to make it halfway decent. And so that's the thing, right? The, the, the equipment does not go bad. Unless you have a monitor die after five years, like I did not going to talk about that. Just it's still a sore subject. But the equipment doesn't go bad and you just have it for like a really long time and you create so much stuff that that just opens more doors, creates more opportunities that looking at like the first year cost is ridiculous and it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, you know, that's and even like even even, you know, the gear that we have, you know, what, what you would say at Agency Nation, I would feel is actually I can make an argument for it's not enough. Right. It's not. I mean, for the level of operation that we may or may not be trying to run, we technically probably should have a little bit more pro level gear right there. You know, we could probably justify 15 or $20,000 in gear and then, you know, recoup that back as, as far as the way that we generate money and everything like that. So it's never, it's never about that. Right. So I will say this really quickly as I'm just kind of labor, I just, I get caught up on it. I just think it's so important to just look at it through the right way. And again, even, even if you don't, if you just like literally don't have the money to invest, like you're just not able to make that investment right now, then get really resourceful, get creative and get really good with the cheap stuff, with what is available, because guess what? You can probably make something that is, you know, maybe, you know, if, if we're going to say spending the money is 100% and, you know, using the cheap stuff, you might make a 70 or 80% quality. It's, 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 it's not going to be noticeable to a lot of people. So yes, it's not, it's not that big of a deal, but really quick on the computer, Woody, uh, the computer is always like the first thing. I will just say that the computer, in my opinion, is always the first thing because that makes everything go. It is just the heart of the whole operation. That is going to be the thing that crunches all of that stuff down. Not having that in place is really tough. I will say this too. I find personally, uh, versus going a laptop route. I prefer the desktop. I like the custom PC. If you are a PC, Woody Mac, I kind of, I'll, I'll forgive it. But uh, I do like the custom PC because it's easily upgradable. Uh, it, it just has a longer shelf life. Again, had a custom PC here for four or five years. Just popped some new memory in it a couple months ago. Actually, I think I did another vlog episode on that. Um, it's, it's still cranking. You know, 32 gigs of memory. Uh, things zips along, runs everything. I mean, I've got Premiere open, Audition, Photoshop. I'm running everything right now and recording this podcast and, and it's still not even skipping a beat. So you can't go wrong. I'm going on. This needs to stop. I think you get the idea, right? How many things are kind of, are you letting get in the way of that execution of taking that action? Because I promise you, most of them, probably all of them don't even matter. Listen, I know I probably need to seek professional help for the thoughts that I have when it comes to the grocery store and the people that I generally encounter there. I just, I can't help it. So much of human interaction is really just boiled down to its core there. And I'm fat, like this always happens to me. 
get in there and what do you do when you can't get away from somebody at the grocery store? Like you guys just you go in, you're at the gate, the starting line, and you just kind of follow each other around the whole time. You're going stride for stride, aisle for aisle. It starts out very innocent. Oh, excuse me, I'm going to this thing. They're always standing in front of the thing you need to look, so you're just going to kind of pick up the box of the thing you think you're looking for. Just pretend to like kind of search for things that you have no idea about, about buying. It's absurd. It's ridiculous on so many levels. And by the time you're towards the end of the store, and for some reason you have the same pattern, like everybody has the same, I don't know, I, I find this. It's like you start jockeying for position, like by the time you get to like the, you know, the sour cream, it's just like, no, listen, I, I've had enough of this. I will have none of it. And I'm here first. And it's just, it's this thing where you, I mean, maybe you, maybe you become friends. Maybe you're more friendly and not as adversarial as I am. But uh, I can't, especially depending on the store as well. Um, if you got some narrow aisles, if that's a situation, then that could also just take things to a whole different level. Um, the police might be involved. I don't know. Just, I can't, mostly can't deal with people in really any, any setting. But what is yours? Is that, does that happen to you? Is that a thing? Is this a normal reaction for somebody to have? Joey at agencynation.com because I'll tell you what, I, I, I just, I can't. If you want to, I guess, probably follow somebody around Elevate 2019, yeah, you'd want to do that. If you want to, if you want to not be able to get away from people, cool insurance agents, let's go with that. ElevateConference.com, head on over there. The advanced ticket price will only be available until November 1st, at which time uh, we they the prices will increase. So make sure you go on, grab your Elevate 2019 ticket in New Orleans, Louisiana, March 24th. 25th and 26th so head on over there uh any questions let me know joey at agency nation but go on head on over elevateconference.com